Please enter your password, then press pound. You have one new voice message. To listen to your messages, press one. First voice message. Uh, yeah, this message is for Katie Duquette. This is uh, Bruce Cogburn. I'm calling in response to your multiple letters. I guess you got my P.O. box from my former publishers. You know, I don't do interviews under any circumstances. And while I wish you the best of luck with your book, um, don't count on me to participate in it, all right? Please stop writing me. Thank you. End of message. To erase this message, press 7. To save it, press 9. To hear more options, press 0. Message saved. Imagine this. You're a young writer trying to get an interview with your childhood hero. But your hero has turned into a recluse, doesn't want to talk. How persistent would you be to prove to this person that you're serious? Would you handwrite them a letter? How about a letter a day, every single day, until they finally open up? I'm Jonathan Mitchell, this is The Truth, and today's story is about persistence. A letter a day, every day, for as long as it takes. Okay, here we go. Now back to the Hilly Earth Society. You have one new voice message. First voice message. Hi. Uh, yeah, this is Bruce Cogburn calling again. Look, um, Mr. Kett, I appreciate your tenacity, but you're really you're wasting your time. See, my experience with journalists has been, well, let's say it's been cautionary. And despite uh, all the assurances you've made me, I have no interest in being held up uh, for further ridicule, nor in being portrayed as some kind of right-wing, gun-nut, conspiratorial imbecile by people too ignorant or just too damn lazy or too cynical to bother learning anything about me or the philosophy that I try to live my life by. I refuse to be your face of the angry white man, all right? So please, give up your efforts. Thank you. Yeah, uh, hi. This is uh, Bruce Cogburn calling again. Um, you know, every time I make one of these calls to you, I have to drive 14 miles to the nearest payphone, Mr. Duquette. I'm getting a little tired of it. Now, I think I've been very nice to you, very courteous about uh, my particular stance in regards to your book. But, uh... I don't know, maybe I'm just not being very clear on getting my message across. So let me just tell you exactly how I feel, okay? In no uncertain terms. Piss off. Your letters to me are harassment. Stop sending them. End of message. To erase this message, press... Message saved. End of new messages. Well, you got a lot of pluck. I'll give you that. I'm just calling to congratulate you on your commitment to a full year of beleaguering. You know, 365 uh, handwritten letters is no small feat in this day and age. I'll tell you that. I once spent 11 snowbound days and nights trying to work my way up the devil's thumb in Colorado. 
so I have an appreciation for doggedness, but you know what? Even I had to turn back. Sometimes these things just aren't meant to be. I'm getting rid of my P.O. box, okay? So please, don't bother yourself any further. This is the last you'll hear from me. End of message. You have no new messages. You have no new messages. You have no new messages. You have three new voice. First voice message. Good God, you really must be some kind of nut. You, you may be the most persistent person I've never met. Now, the way I figure it, you're either a world-class apple polisher who's systematically wearing down my will, or you're some kind of a lost soul, genuinely looking for a little guidance. I haven't decided which. Either way, you got to cut this shit out. You know, I was um, something of a sports icon a long time ago. And some people seem to think that means I should represent whatever their particular fantasy of a hero happens to be. This country has gone insane with people looking for quote-unquote experts and quote-unquote celebrities to tell them what to think and how they should feel about every goddamn thing. Well, Mr. Cat, my opinions are ultimately besides the point. Go out and see the world for yourself. Trust your own senses. I'm not anyone's spokesman. I'm certainly no Nazi. Yeah. End of message. To erase this message, press... Message saved. Next message. All right, here's a question. <clears throat> What, in your opinion, Mr. Cat, is the outstanding characteristic of humanity? Is it tool-making? Language? I think it's obedience. Do what you're told. Think like those around you. I mean, it makes sense. We're social animals. We've evolved to get along with each other, to agree with each other for the most part. Dominance, hierarchy, certainly title up some of the chaos of interacting with the other humans. But we're the only creature on Earth that is arrogant about our obedience. Have you ever noticed that the folks most desperate to have a pack leader to obey are also the ones who tend to be the loudest and the proudest of their so-called independent spirit. See, most people don't have a sensitive enough palate for irony, I suppose. <laughs> I'm a little drunk. Uh, here's an argument for you in favor of the Flat Earth Society. Right off the top of my head. Now, photographic evidence supports the view of a spherical Earth, but that doesn't mean that the Earth is round. Think about it. Most of us have never seen or felt the Earth as a round body except in photographs from a phenomenological perspective. The Earth you and I inhabit is flat. 
the world I walk on every day is flat. Now, actually, the world I walk on is very hilly, so I guess that's the same for the hilly earth society. The flat earthers don't go far enough, in my opinion. They, they miss the mark somewhat in calling the earth flat. It's clearly both flat and round and hilly and many other shapes, too. Go outside and see for yourself. Don't get me started on the question of who really wrote Shakespeare's plays. This is Bruce Cogburn, by the way. End of message. To erase message saved. Next message. Yeah, this is Bruce Cogburn again. Um, in regards to my last message, I hope I didn't give you the impression that I really believe anything I said. As Ezra Pound tells us, belief is paralysis of the mind. Stop writing me. End of message. You have no new messages. You have no new messages. You have no new messages. You have one new voice message. An interesting thing happened to me this morning. I went out for my daily ambulation. What do you think I found right outside my door? Would you believe it if I told you a first edition of the Freedom of the Hills was sitting back there? Now, you may know that that's the book I had with me the first time I attempted the El Capitan free climb back in 1974. It's no easy task to find me, Mr. Cat. I don't leave much of a paper trail. I should tell you that some of the things that have been said about me happen to be true. For instance, if I catch anyone trespassing on my property, that person will be shot on sight. That's not a threat. It's simply a fact. Keep away from me and my home and do not test the sincerity of my resolve. This is the last you'll hear from me. End of message. I'm of two minds when it comes to apologizing. On the one hand, life is best lived looking forwards and he's crying over spilt milk. On the other hand, it strengthens a particular kind of integrity to own up to one's mistakes. And nobility enriches the world's soul. Wouldn't you agree? I've known some interesting people in my life. Every generation seems to generate a crop. Most fuck up their lives before they get to do anything particularly noteworthy, but some... Uh, handful of a handful might take a little risk and teach the rest of us what it means to be noble. I'm not talking about fame. Any asshole can be famous. But nobility takes a rare kind of resolve. Now, our age lacks a feel for nobility. The ours is the age of distraction, the age of the foggy diffusion of the human soul. 
I happen to subscribe to the theory which says a person's got to earn their soul in this lifetime. Experience has demonstrated to me that everyone is born with some kind of potential. A little cosmic startup money, if you please. And it's up to you to figure out how you invest it. And again, it's up to you to see to your investments. I mean, for God's sakes, don't put it in the hands of the experts. I mean, this is your soul we're talking about. But I digress. My subject was no building. Look to the fringes. Those places that are closest to the chaos, the places society likes to pretend don't exist. That's where you'll find the best our species has to offer. The weirdos, the mutants, the dirtbags. I mean, Christ was born in a manger, after all. Now, that doesn't mean God is humble. It means you can find him in a shithole where no one thinks to look. Anyway. I'm sorry I said I'd kill you. Um, please accept a present in the spirit of contrition. A blurb for your book. Quote, Katie Duquette is a genuine pain in the ass. But, She's got a little personality. Bruce Cockburn, end quote. And Merry Christmas if you believe in that sort of thing. There's a cafe called the Miss Lindenville just outside Barton, Vermont, off 91. If you're there Friday morning around 11 a.m., Maybe I'll be there, too. Who knows? All right. End of message. You have one new voice message. To listen to your messages, press 1. To change your personal options, press 4. To disconnect, press star. To listen to your messages, press 1. To change your personal first voice message. I, uh, won't lie to you, Mr. Cat. I had every intention of standing you up on Friday, but when the day came, I figured out oh, what the hell. Might as well get this over with. Maybe I'll finally get you off my back. Imagine my surprise then when you were the one who stood me up. I haven't received a letter from you now for a couple of days, so I just wanted to call and say that I'm glad my message has uh, finally gotten through. Time to move on, find another victim for your pestering. You can keep the blurb, though. You've earned it. Good luck with everything. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, Bruce Cogburn again. Uh, seeing as how we're pentals of a sort, uh, it would be indelicate of me not to inquire after your health. I mean, to see whether or not you've been kidnapped or went off, gotten married, or had a mental breakdown or gotten mauled by a bear. Who knows? So uh, feel free to send me a postcard. Just 
Let me know you're still alive. You have my P.O. box. What I have seen by time's fell hand defaced the rich, proud cost of outworn, buried age. When sometime lofty towers I see down-raised, and brass eternal slave to mortal rage. When I have seen the hungry ocean gain advantage on the kingdom of the shore, and the firm soil win of the watery main, increasing store with loss, and loss with store. When I have seen such interchange of state, or state itself confounded to decay, ruin hath taught me thus to ruminate, that time will come and take my love away. This thought is as a death, which cannot choose but weep to have that which it fears to lose. William Shakespeare Or so we're told. Sonnet 64 now, here's the inscription on William Shakespeare of Stratford-on-Avon's grave. Good friend, for Jesus' sake, forbear to dig the dust and close it here. Blessed be the man that spares these stones, and cursed be he that moves my bones. Seems to be a bit of a gap between the sonnet and the epitaph. Wouldn't you agree? Have you read Shakespeare of Stratford's last will and testament? Let's uh, just say it lacks the spirit of generosity found in such surprising abundance in the man's plays. Did you know that William Shakespeare of Stratford didn't own a single book? If you wanted to send me a draft of your book, maybe I could offer some feedback. End of message. Message saved. You have two new voice messages. To listen to your messages, press 1. To change your personal options, press 4. To disconnect, press star. To listen to your messages, press 1. To change your personal First voice message. It's a relief to know you're alive and well. And I received your book and just got finished reading it. It is quite good. I particularly enjoyed the way you wove in some of my phone messages as quotes, despite the fact that I told you I wouldn't participate with any interviews. It's a clever loophole. I think your teacher graded it unfairly. So you're... 12 years old. Well, you have outstanding handwriting. It couldn't have been easy for you after all this time with me thinking I was corresponding with an adult to tell me the truth. It's bold of you. Risking embarrassment for yourself, embarrassment for me, that takes character, which I applaud. To be perfectly honest, I was worried the uh, two of us were becoming friends. I'm glad to be disabused of that, having 
sworn off the entanglements of friendship long ago, so... But I know I told you never to listen to me or anyone else for advice, um, so I won't bother giving any. You're a, you're a smart kid. And I look forward to hearing about your future adventures. Just keep me posted every now and again. All right. End of message. To erase this message, message saved. Next message. Uh, one last thought, though. In my opinion, the most important thing in this life is to find out what your natural gifts are and then dedicate yourself to bringing those gifts to fruition. Every individual person has a unique presence to offer the world, so don't keep it back. Let your gifts be your true guide. And then head outdoors. Renewal is always out of doors. And lie. A lot. Try not to believe anything, especially your own bullshit. Entertain lots of interesting ideas, but believe very few. The confirmation bias is the enemy of free thought. So go out of your way to find the evidence that disproves your own belief systems. All right. That's the best I got. This is the last story for me. Good luck. The Hilly Earth Society performed by Michael Cullen. It was written by Lewis Kornfeld and produced by me, Jonathan Mitchell. Are you familiar with the uh, Sufi trickster sage Nasruddin? I'm reminded of a story involving his search for his missing donkey. Special thanks to Magnet Theater, who offer classes and shows on improv, sketch, and storytelling in New York City. Find out more at magnettheater.com. If you want my advice, invent an origin story for yourself. The Truth is a part of Radiotopia from PRX, a curated network of extraordinary cutting-edge podcasts. Find out more at radiotopia.fm. And you can learn more about our show at our website, thetruthpodcast.com. Ah, the Illuminati. Now there's an interesting topic. If you're a wonderful human being and would love to sponsor a future episode of The Truth, send an email to sponsor at radiotopia.fm. Our associate producer is Carrie Caston. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, and you have been hearing... The truth. We're born astride the grave. The light gleams an instant, and then it's night once more. Happy 16th birthday. This is the last you'll hear from me. Radio Tokyo.